0: from Roxbury Presbyterian Church.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, Assessing a Blessing. And our text is from 2 Kings, the fourth chapter, the first through seventh verses. The wife of a man from the company of prophets cried out to Elijah, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord. But now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elijah replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars. And as each is filled, put it on one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring me another one. But he replied, There is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Isn't this a great story? The story of the widow's oil lifts up the truth of God's blessing. I mark this story in my Bible as a regular reference. I want to go back to it all the time. One day, maybe I'll even memorize this story because I want to just make sure in my heart I know we serve a God who is in the blessing business. Let's take a look closely at this story, first by putting it in context of the bigger picture. The Widow's Oil is a story that's actually one of a series of little stories found in the midst of a huge historical narrative about the divided kingdoms, the fall of Samaria and Jerusalem, the rise and fall of kings, and the rise and fall of nations. Now here is Elisha, a prophet who had a major impact on four nations, Israel, Judah, Moab, and Aram. And here's a man of God with a big mission and awesome power. Remember, Elisha, was given a double portion of Elijah's spirit. So he has a powerful, powerful ministry. And in the midst of this enormous ministry, this huge calling, is this relatively small moment with the widow and her oil. I just want you to realize that in the midst of all our big callings and our big work for God, there is significance in the smaller moments. This story is generally known as part of Elijah's miracles, but I want to look at it a little differently today. Uh, The significance of the smaller moments, and I, I, I want to look at it from the perspective of the widow, because she teaches us something here through Elijah. In the midst of the story of how Elijah has ministered, we can find our own stories And it's important that we identify ourselves in the Bible so that we can really understand what God is doing, not just in the biblical narrative, but in our lives. That's why we're going to identify with this widow. She's caught up in the struggle of her everyday life. And here comes the prophet who is about to bless her. What's a blessing? Well, we use the word bless and blessing so much that it's easy to take it for granted. When you bless your children who are about to be married, or even if you bless someone who sneezes, it may sound like you are blessing. (laughs) You are offering some benefit to the person. The Catholics ask the priest, bless me, Father, I have sinned. The casual reader might even believe that these miracles are somehow the work of Elijah. But remember, God is always the source of blessings. God is the source of blessings. God uses Elijah in this story. There are times when we call ourselves blessing God, but what we're really doing is praising God and thanking him for his blessings, exalting and magnifying him. We can't bless God. God is the source of blessings. The Hebrew translation of blessing, Barak, always points to God. It requires that the people of God personally bless the Lord for every detail of their daily experience. So when we say, I bless you, God, we're really saying, I appreciate you, God. So this story about the widow's oil is a story about the blessing of God's provision. We find a woman here in dire straits. Her husband is dead. She and her two sons are now liable for the debts that he incurred. And from what we understand about her husband, we know he loved the Lord. He was in the company of prophets. That means he was a religious man, a student, so to speak. He may have been like a deacon or an usher, but someone who helped lead other believers. According to the law, if the man's debt is unpaid at his death, the creditor may seize his property and his children. So this woman is facing a serious situation. She could lose everything. I've always worked on women's issues because women bear the brunt of society's biggest challenges. They did during biblical times, and they do now. Women are more apt to be in poverty. Women are more apt to be uneducated, facing health challenges here in this country and all over the world. If you look at all the pictures of of refugees fleeing these different war-torn countries in the Middle East, most often they are women and children. And we need to remember that when we think about approaching God. Because sometimes women are more apt not to seek blessings. You know, they say that women don't ask for raises and women don't ask for help because we are the caretakers. We don't think about it in that sense. But women need to know we can seek God's blessing. We all need to know that, but particularly women. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener-supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on giving. Thank you. God bless you. Now, let's go back to the text. The first thing this woman does is she seeks a blessing. She knows her situation is bad. She knows exactly where to go. She is seeking God's favor here. That's why she says something to Elisha the prophet. How often do we actually seek God's blessing? When we wake up in the morning or go to church, do we even think we can seek a blessing? Every believer wants God's blessings. We all want the best for our children. We want the best for our lives. But I'm not sure we realize that we can actually seek God for blessing. This woman has run into trouble and she is going to seek out God's blessing. Sometimes we we look for the world to bless us. We put our hopes and faith in the natural, what it can provide. And that's not wrong. Of course you want to go to the right doctor and the right lawyer and the right financial counselors, but they're not the top priority. We have to be careful because we're lured into thinking that the world can actually bless us. That's the key to consumerism. Worship the commercial. Worship that store. There is a way to look younger and skinnier and and richer. Every good and perfect gift, however, is from God, and we have to remember that. So remember where you seek your blessings, not from the world, not from the material, but from the divine. Ask, and it will be given. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. The second thing I want to remind you from this story is we have to recognize our poverty and our potential. Elijah asks the woman a very interesting question, one that merits a bit of examination. First he says, how can I help you? Then he says, what do you have in your home? God, working through Elijah, turns this woman's attention off what she's lost to what she has. Clearly, the woman responds to this. Her answer is twofold first she says, your servant has nothing there at all except a little oil. You see what's happening here? When we feel like we've totally run out of everything, we're emptied, God reminds us that there are possibilities still within. We can only assume that the woman may have tried to extricate herself from this debt. She may have sold everything. She may have no tables, no beds, no chairs, but she doesn't point the finger at anybody else. She she offers no defense. She simply says, I have nothing just a little oil. In acknowledging our spiritual deficits, we become more open to God's blessings. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I have nothing, God, except a little faith. I have nothing, God, except a little time. I I don't have much, God. Now, this is really true of us who are already in the community of faith, you know, I love Luke's story about the two men, the Pharisee and the tax collector who pray. And the Pharisee says, stands up and he says, Thank God I'm not like those people over there, pointing the finger. But the tax collector stands at a distance. He, he's aware of his emptiness. He, he looks at God and says, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. I don't have anything except a little oil. To emphasize the importance of, of this potential, though, We need to understand that oil was really a prized commodity during this time. It was used in religious rites as part of consecrations. It could be traded or bartered. So when this woman says, I only have a little oil, she has the potential of something huge. Elijah then tells the widow, go around, ask your neighbors for empty jars. Now, there's some very specific instructions he gives her. Let's face it. If you're not taking God into account here, these instructions from the prophet sound a little crazy. But God gives you some specifics he wants you to do sometimes. And the widow does exactly what Elisha tells her. She doesn't question him. She doesn't hesitate. Read the story again and see what she does. She goes right for obedience. There are rewards that God can give us. When we are obedient, we can be rewarded in all kinds of blessings. And I think this is what Elijah is modeling for the widow. Once you know how to see a blessing, you can really understand that God is blessing you no matter what your circumstances. The widow had a little oil. That was the blessing. And so Elijah says, listen, get these jars Fill this up because you're going to be blessed even more than you can know. But obey God and submit to God, and there you go. There's the blessing. This is a wonderful story. Just to remind you, no matter what you think you don't have, you have something that God can use. And not only will God use it, he'll multiply it, increase it, And you will be blessed in ways you don't even imagine.
0: Thanks for joining us.
1: Be blessed.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m.
1: And remember, our Summer Sunday worship schedule, which is in effect right now, is at 10 o'clock.
0: This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116.